Alright, we're good now. Alright, yeah, what were we saying about your uh, gasoline? Uh, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. They call it aromatherapy, you know? It's like two things celebrities keep on them? Yeah, they got. Yeah, it's just one of them YouTube videos to make you worship celebrities more because it's like, I really yeah. don't care about what this person, how this person lives their life, but. You know, humans are naturally followers. We either look up or worship something. It's, so even it's if it's wild. not God's athlete, it's a celebrity, it's something. I mean, we all find something to worship, I guess you can say. Because, like most people, literally, they might not be religious, but they might not be religious, but following that celebrity is their religion. Because, like, how many Meg the Stallion stands, Beyonce, you know, stands are there? And outside of music, it's just with NBA and movies, like with superheroes, like you'll see, uh, what's his name, the Hemsworth dude, yeah. you'll, you'll just say, yo, that's Thor. You don't even call him Hemsworth. You'll say, like, that's legit Thor. That's legit. Black people know him as Thor. I'm saying. Like, they, he's been playing Thor. Role. Role. Yeah. <laughs> like, man. But that's why the MCU. You're a god for the rest of your life. Huh? But that's why everyone's trying to get into the MCU, because it's like, you're known as Captain America. You're known as Iron Man. DC too, like Aquaman. Yeah. I, I, every time I see him, I just say Aquaman. Yeah, that's Aquaman. Oh yeah, like, every time. Batman. Even though Batman changes frequently. Yeah, that's that's a whole club in itself. Like, yeah, and Spider Man. Yeah, that's true too. You now they generally pick well-known actors to play Batman, Bruce Wayne, but for Superman, they kind of pick relatively unknowns. Yeah. For Superman. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because if you think about the last few people who played Superman. Interesting. It's, it's been a lot of like unknowns. Even though Henry Cavill, I'd say, was probably their most famous. Okay, but I'd say, but not by much because I haven't heard of him before Man of Steel. He was in a movie, my mom's favorite movie, Count of Monte Cristo. But he was a he oh, a boy. Okay. Yeah, oh, my okay. mom's favorite movie. She watched that like hundred times I, a I, week. I'm very interested in the process of how they pick because it's like. The producers and executives, they know that whoever that they pick for this role is going to be a symbol, literally, to the world, like a real superhero, yeah. you know? So it's just like, I know it, it's, man, like, first of all, the line, the line is probably all the way through Hollywood to to get casted, you know? Yeah. But, like, I, man, me personally, I feel like, you know what I mean, like, it, it's more than just your talent, man. Talent don't mean nothing. Like, I mean, like Megan Fox, like, come on, bro. That's, I mean, that's what the casting director is there for, is to actually they have the talent to pick out who's best for this role, Mm. you know? Like, literally, that's their whole purpose. And you have to be good at reading people. You have to be good at seeing that this person's like, you got the talent, I can see it, let's put you in this role. Are they all good at it? Nah. But I have heard of some pretty badass casting directors who are like, he's it. That's literally it. (laughs) Some people get it right. Yeah, some people get it right. Some get it wrong. Uh, Remember that Dos Equis commercial, Most Interesting Man? Yeah. That was like, he did an interview, that was like three, four hundred men. Mm-hmm. Who you know tried to get the same part? He was the only one over forty, so mm-hmm. he didn't think he was going to get it. So um, he went to the interview, right? And he pretty much did the same thing on the commercials. So I said, "Yeah, I did this. I did travel here. Yes, yes. I had a goat like this. Yes, I did this. I did that." Like he basically what he says in the commercial. That's how he was talking to. So him. that was his, that was actually him. So he, he yeah, and uh, he went to he, he made it to the top three, and it's like look. We liked you. That's why you made it this far. But we're looking. We're, we're leaning towards someone's younger. Uh, his uh, his agent. He says, "Well, he married her after this." She said, well, <laughs> "Don't you think the most interesting man should be someone with experience?" That's a good point. She said that line. He got the part. He married her. He was a failed actor. 
Mm. And then he did what, like ten plus years of that commercial. He did that. Now he does. Um, last time I saw him, he was doing tequila. He's like, oh, I there you go. You, I don't always drink beer. But when I do, I drink tequila. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the commercial. <laughs> that's basically the commercial. Because I'm like, he's a smooth ass guy. Mm. Like when you think of, I got see again. That's perfect because the most interesting man, yes, would be Pepper, like salt and pepper, smooth as fuck, older but still looks good, and you can see him getting some young ladies. I had a lot of life lessons I learned from that guy <laughs> from those commercials. Let me ask: Do you guys think that Hollywood always choosing? attractive people is a good thing you know like people that they that they portray as perfection like this person is perfection this person yeah well let me ask you this when you're going to the movies right do you want to see an ugly person on screen i mean certain people certain people like i mean this is them this is them like their their uh self-confidence may be not be like it's like man like you know it kind of it kind of hurts them to a certain degree when they watch this like stuff constantly on on TV or commercials movies you know like man it's like only attractive people can live live that life or something but that's what I'm getting at is the fact that like what do the audience wants to see like I get it like not saying that everyone on screen gotta be attractive you know what I'm saying they could be average looking but if you actually look and see what people want to see they associate they want to see they don't want to see themselves on screen sometimes they want to see someone like The Rock. They they want to see someone like Megan Fox. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone like that. Also, a lot of the time, if there is someone who's, like, not attractive, uh, and I'll just put it out there because I already said the word, if they do look ugly, sometimes they're either A, the bad guy, or B, they're in a horror movie. And probably it's either anti-hero or the bad guy. <laughs> Plus the comedy relief. That too. That too. They are the butt of the joke. The only type of main character is ugly is if you cast someone that's overweight. I mean, you cast someone that's old. Like, if it's one of those, that would be considered. But still, the main character has to be attractive. Yeah, maybe some level of attractive. Maybe the side character. Yeah. You guys don't think that? I feel like in certain movies, the male, the male protagonist can be like decent eye, like a regular dude. But yeah. like his the female star, she attends. So it's just like yeah. the average looking dude can get you know Transformers. Yeah, exactly. Transformers exactly. literally like nothing gets my boy Shia. But you think someone like Shia yeah. can get a Megan Fox or whatever that other girl was? I guess in the fourth movie or the third movie or something. They all kind of stop bad. watching. Yeah, it's all kind of sort of. Yeah. Like the new one has like a Beast Wars. The new one I might see that one that looks one. interesting. I might see that one. Interesting, but I, I love the explosions, the slow motion. Like that's oh my gosh! Like people hate on there. Oh, it's too many explosions. Like bro, like Michael Bay. <laughs> Man, what did you guys want to be on a highway car chase? Like, like let's say we all in the car, right? And back seat with the rifles, we getting chased by the police. They and it just. You know what I'm saying? Attack helicopter come out of nowhere. Missiles is hitting the streets. We just dodging. You know what I mean? Like that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe there's like a VR or something out there like that. You know? It probably is. Yeah. It'll probably make you nauseous because that's a lot of action going on. Awesome. <laughs> it's a whole lot of action. But yeah, in, in terms of just like image and just why they're obsessed with people looking good. Yeah, I mean a lot of people don't want to see themselves on the screen or they don't want to see the average person on the screen you know like and a lot of image just comes from that because actors they take their image very seriously 
highly seriously. So it's like how they look on screen is, is their brand. Mm, you know, how attractive right, right. you are is your brand. Right. Like, even if you're not the quote-unquote most attractive person, you're still going to, like, make yourself look the best you can be on screen. You know what I mean? So, it's like, yeah, they have an obsession with it, but also I can't help but feel like the audience is a part of that obsession mm. as well because, yeah. yeah. once again, people are, it sucks to say, but you're going to be typecast somewhere else because someone's going to think, like, okay, you're not attracted to be a Megan Fox. But if it was like a Seth Rogen movie where it's just all nothing but jokes, I yeah. feel like you feel it all oh, unattractive. Oh, yeah. no, you can't because no one's taking that seriously. And like, he's, like Charlie said, people who aren't that attractive or who aren't focused on being that attractive, you know, they, they could just go into in like one of those movies and just be funny. But I don't know like how the casting works, but I'm noticed, I'm just, I noticed there's a pattern with certain movies where you can get where people in comedies and some comedies aren't as pretty as people in like action movies or rom-coms you know or maybe even an MCU movie because everyone's attractive in an MCU movie (laughs) to a certain level I mean except for uh, you know the butt of the joke the Spider-Man best friend the the fat kid yeah 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 like he's literally the comic relief and I feel like do you think do you think like first of all would you guys take millions of dollars to be out of shape Yes. Yeah. You can really? get back in shape. I mean, if I'm doing it for a role. Like, yeah. Like, we're talking, like, with Spider Man, right? We're talking four or five movies over the span of multiple years. <clears> and they're <throat> like, yo, you gotta be this way. You gotta be out of shape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because this is the role that you I play. wouldn't. Because I, I was actually thinking about it. The problem is that I, I was sitting up here thinking, like, for instance, I think, uh, the Wolf, I don't Wolverine, a Logan movie, or something. Um, I think. Yeah, that, um, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but he's like fifty-seven years old. Yeah, we talked about that. Consistently putting that type of stress on your body is going to have consequences in the future. And I started thinking about that because it's funny that you actually mentioned that because I was like, would I do that? And I was like, no, nah, man, because that's going to have some serious consequences later because these people are gaining a lot of weight mm-hmm. and then trying to speedball it just to try to get into shape. Yeah, and like your body isn't meant for that type of stress. But uh, it's it's gonna damage you, yeah. Which is why you probably only see actors do it for one or two movies from time to time. Now the superhero movies, that's very questionable. Because like he said, and we actually talked about this, that like for the for Deadpool <clears throat> three, um, he's actually get Wolverine's gonna be in it, so he's actually getting himself together. Yeah, well, I think he said he was eating like around what eight thousand calories every day, yeah, or something like that. And I think that's. I don't know how much he did for, because what was it, either, either Wolverine 2 or for Logan, he was still training his body, but those were like years ago, and he said Logan was his last one, and I don't remember him really taking his shirt off in Logan, but for this upcoming Wolverine movie, or Deadpool movie, he's going back at it again, he's already 55, so he's probably putting his body through a whole lot of stress, because he, he even said it himself, like, it's a lot. A lot of actors who've done that said it's a whole lot. And yeah, just what you're talking about as far as the trying to get in shape thing. Yeah. What they put you through just to get in shape is insane within a small amount of time. 8,000 calories. Like, <clears throat> I don't even know what that is. There have been yeah. fitness influencers who have died sitting up here doing this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can actually look on YouTube and you can look up like some, you know, some previous fitness influencers that would do some extreme stuff and they heart issues and all type of other issues like your body's just not meant for that yeah so I got the article right here so he's taking in about 8,000 calories 
so essentially, let's see, his diet program consists of sirloin steaks, chicken burgers, fish, like just all kinds of stuff. Some chicken nuggets looks like a lot just to bulk up. So, and the meat portion isn't bad. It's just the amount that you're taking in. Yeah. And that's and that's all you're taking in, like yeah. tons of it. I did uh, an interview with, uh, I did watch an interview with Tom Hardy for The, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, he, he boy, he got buff for that. Yeah, he said he was eating a lot of, a lot of pizza. It was a lot of pizza for that. Yeah, because to reach that calorie intake. I couldn't do that. Just like, <clears throat> but you saw how buff he was. Like, I mean, granted, granted, but as I said once yeah. again, like I'm thinking about the long-term consequences because, yeah, the stuff that you do early on, mm-hmm. you may not see it five, ten years down the line, but you'll start feeling it. Like, with me, as a matter of fact, I busted my knee, like, back in the early 2000s. I'm starting to feel that shit now. Yeah. I, and I, I knew it, too, when it happened, because I remember this is one time I was running, and I felt hard on my knee. Like, I was surprised mm-hmm. I didn't even break it, but I was messed up. I was, like, messed up for eight months. Damn. I couldn't run or nothing for eight months, and I was like, I'm going to feel this in the future. And now I'm having some issues with the knee. Yeah, I believe it. But again, I don't know if, because I've been out of like the workout conversation pertaining to actors who play these superheroes. Because like when Marvel first came out, when the whole superhero genre first was in its infancy, everybody had a six-pack. Even though for the majority of the movie, you never really saw it. But like when they took their shirt off, you saw the six-pack, you saw the pecs, biceps, all of it. You know, I keep thinking of uh, Chris Evans, you know, Cap- Captain America. Yeah. When, when he just... When he pulled that helicopter on that oh, helipad yeah, and yeah. shit, and just flexing, like, that was, you saw that. He was being swollen, like, every Marvel movie he's been in. That's one of the reasons um, I can get pretty hard on myself when I'm training, you know, because I'm always comparing myself. Like, after I'm done training, you know, I'm always like, do I look like I could be casted? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, that's that's the ultimate goal. Can I be cast? Like, do I look like I could be casted in some type of superhero role? Well, it's a gradual process. It is. That's the thing. You can't, like, okay, you can get results depending, mm-hmm. but at the same time, here's the issue with it. If you don't get that mentality of it becoming a lifestyle, even, say, for instance, you get to that point, you're going to tire yourself out to where you're going to fall off. Now, I have some, I've seen some people who seem like they're able to continue that level of intensity, but the average person, like, if this isn't a lifestyle choice for you, like sitting up here trying to speedball to get into something like he said, looking like Chris Evans or something like that. Yeah, you gonna fall off after that. Yeah, and even then, think about it like this too: they're getting all that muscle in a short period of time because you gotta be ready by the time a shooting starts, right? Granted, you could be like a Robert Patterson and just say, "Nah, I ain't doing that." Even though I heard that was Robert that was a bit of a joke, Ooh, Batman. Bat- the newest Batman. Oh, okay. yeah, and and you saw how skinny he was in the movie. Yeah, definitely. He, he, that man was bony, which, to be honest with you, kind of fit to this to this character in my opinion. But that's me. But it's like, do you really want to put your body through all of that? Now you start having that conversation, especially when they can just CGI muscles onto you. They always do that. You well, know? the costume has can have padding too. Yeah, yeah. So, Sam, they just add muscle onto you. No, yeah. um, dang, what is that? Uh, what is that Amazon show? The boys. The boys. Uh, What's his name? Oh, yeah. Uh, Homelander. Yeah, I'm like, that dude don't look like that. No, no, no. Funny enough, he did work out for that role. 
but they told him he didn't have to do it because they had the actual muscles padded into the costume. He wears that all the time, so you can't even tell. You can't, yeah. Like, he wears that suit all the time. I think even then, they said The Rock was really the only one they didn't have to add that to because he's already, like, swollen. He refi- well, they gave him a padded suit before he did the movie, but once he saw the padded suit, he's like, no, nah, I worked out for this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give me, so give, me, give me something else I can just squeeze into. Plus, The Rock is huge. So it's like... He doesn't really need it at all. But yeah, so you don't put extra stress on you because the thing you got to think about your joints, as I said, internally, what you're actually doing to yourself, all that stuff. Just take it as a gradual process. Yeah. You know, there was, yeah. a, there was a guy I was trying to look him up, but we ain't going to do it on the podcast. He did 50 marathons in 50 states. So mm. I kind of want to see how his body is recuperating because there's going to be some long term effects. In the documentary, he was like, there was days he was falling asleep on his bike. He hit the concrete. Ooh. Oh. There was days he couldn't feel his leg. You know, he's like, at most, he was only getting four hours of sleep. Yeah, that's definitely sleep. not healthy. 50 marathons. Yeah, that's the other states, thing, too. Like, to if you get to each state. If you got to, and that's the thing, if you actually, and if you are going to be going at that intensity, you have to make sure that you eat and sleep is necessary. Yeah. Because that's the only way your body's going to really recover. Yeah, like I told you, rest is just as important as work. Like, you need to give your body to rest so it can recover that. That's why, like, I start taking my sleep very seriously because my body isn't going to recover if I'm getting, like, four or five hours of sleep. I need at least, like, seven or eight. Yeah, when you get get that excess amount of sleep, you know, when you wake up, it just feels, man, it's like... It feels great. (laughs) And then I notice my body recovers a lot lot faster, too, when I do get proper sleep, Mm -hmm. you know? I do have a question for Charlie. Charlie, you said you would take millions of dollars to be out of shape. Why? Um, shooting, I mean, it varies. Could be three, could be eight, could be nine months of shooting. But let's just say I do a role and I make 10 million bucks. Okay, now you got to taxes, pay people, you got assistance, whatever. And let's say I make 5 million out of the 10. You know, each and everything. Five million a year is pretty good. And then they say, "Oh, we're doing a we're doing a sequel. We're gonna make this uh, what they call a trilogy. We're gonna make this." Okay, a sequels happen. What Spider Man is it every two, every three years? Every two, three years, depending. So, so uh, do the movie one year. The next two years, maybe a smaller movie role, maybe an episode two in the show where you're not doing stuff on your body. Yeah. But if you're only doing, let's just say six months, mm-hmm. generic number, famous Spider Man. Yeah. If you make five million in six months, that's pretty good. Yeah, and even then, it's like well, because think of it like this: I'm thinking of a uh, Brendan F- Fraser because he just did the whale. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've seen Brendan Fraser, you know he's uh, at least these days. You know, he looks like he gained a little bit of weight, but nothing drastic. But in the whale, he was huge. Yeah. Right. So, like, I don't know if that was CGI or not. If that was actually him, it looked like it was actually him he doing that. He picked up the weight. He picked up. He, picked up he the did. Weight. Okay. But something like that. He did that for like a movie, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he's gonna work all of that off. Yeah. Now he on the won an award off of that too. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. I think the award. I think that movie won several awards. Um, I haven't seen it myself, but I heard it was pretty good. I actually want to talk about the Oscars too. Yeah, they gotta get exposed. <laughs> sure, that's our subject thing, right? Coming up. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about whatever at this I point. I, 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 it takes a special person to be like, you know, if I gotta be 300 pounds for 10 million dollars, like. Some people, okay. Now on the other side, well, I think the movie The Machinist with Christian Bale. 
he got super skinny for that role, like bony. Mm. And you know, and you know, he's a method actor, so he's willing to do all of that. Yeah. So he's gonna. If if you do yeah. a handful of movies, I mean, you're pretty much set for life as long as you invest. If you're, like you might just do real estate, or whatever, get a company. Yeah. So, I would do that. I mean, hey, I can't do OnlyFans. I'm not pretty enough. So. <laughs> I would rather do a couple of movies and then I'm set for life if I want to stop doing those roles. I mean, but, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a celebrity, I feel like people will be like, like, yo, man, I ain't seen you. Like, they'll either only talk about that role you had, like, friends, like Chris Tucker. Yeah. Like, nothing but that rush out. Nothing but that rush out. You know what I mean? That's what he's known for. I'm saying, you know, it's just like, what are you doing now? <laughs> what you do? What you got popping off now? You yeah. know? Rush hour four. Man, I mean, he said he made all that money, so it could be either. I mean, if you're hot, people will hire you. Yeah. So maybe he's like, "Hey, I'm good." Because he's probably collecting those residuals from like the movies back in the day. Because he always said Rush Hour, but he also got Friday as well. Mm. And then I don't know if he's gonna be in the newest Friday that's coming out, but yeah, like he he's 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 probably made his money, and he's probably cool. He's probably doing something else behind the scenes. You know, yeah. Like I know he's been on some a few podcasts. Eddie Murphy, as soon as he had kids, he took some time off yeah. from movies and TV shows, and then he went back out there and made a few more. So Keanu, so, Keanu was chilling too. He did movies here and there, but he was like yeah. he was the third choice. I think he was the third choice for John Wick, but the other two guys turned it down. Ah, uh, well, see where they're at now. They wanted an older actor to do it. And he was the youngest out of the two. I can't think of the other two. He was the youngest out of the other two, mm. other three. I mean, that makes sense for the kind of movie that is in the storyline. But, I mean, yeah, he trains like that, real, like the gun game stuff. Like, yeah, he really about that. Yeah. <laughs> really about that. Yeah. Neither, you, you seen the new one? I haven't, the fourth one? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Nah. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, I could have brought some up, but you guys haven't seen it. Thank yeah. you. Um, man, do you guys like... care about spoilers? Yes. I do. Okay, then I'm not going to. Matter of fact, delete this whole episode. I'm <laughs> taking a chance. Just, nah. uh, I'm going to skip. John Wick 4? I didn't know there was a third one. <laughs> yeah, they gonna make up. They're probably gonna make a fifth. They're gonna. I mean, if you they're go already milk, talking about it. You fifth. go milk a fan track. I mean, Star Wars. They're milking that left and right. Man. Hell, they, uh, they 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 come out with a TV show for John Wick, The Continental. Why? Someone else is gonna play John Wick. I, I guess. I guess it's supposed to be a prequel. I don't know. But Before, with his wife. Yeah. The last of, episode, the wife buys the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of wives, yeah. So, what kind, what kind of wife you want? Uh, some, yes. But once again, once again, it's for me personally. It's about the spiritual aspect of it, you know. It's, it's what my higher self wants, you know. Like, uh, yeah. Like, does she know that she is a divine being, just like I know I'm I am divine? You know, can mm-hmm. we connect and go beyond just this three D stuff? You know. I mean, but like I told you off mic, always be careful with that because a lot of women can talk a great spiritual game. They'll talk about it up and down, left, right, around you. But look at their actions. Look at what they do. See who they date. Be friends with them first. Like, my strategy is always be friends with a woman first because then they'll expose themselves, you know. Good, bad, whatever. You know, you really do get to know them that way. Instead of like, oh, let's take you on a date. And then three dates in, three or four dates in, you know, y'all together. And now you're just now finding out 
all the things that you find don't find as attractive. Because you know? I'm just infatuated, you know. At first, yeah. I'm just infatuated by this person, and it just like, yeah, just like they're just so beautiful that you just throw everything to the side for yeah. me. And that's and when, yeah, that's when things go wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that's when things go wrong. Like. Like looks are cool, and you know if you want, they're there for a good time and not a long time, cool. They do for me. They, they are definitely a part of it. You know, yeah. like I do have to like this is my physical body that I'm gonna live in. You know, for as long as I'm here. So I'd like mm-hmm. to have something that I'm attracted to. I get it. Physically, you want someone who matches you know your same mental, your same beliefs, your same mental mindset. And there are definitely beautiful women out there who are like that. But I'm just saying, like in this dating scene in particular, you gotta shift through the BS. Mm. You got to sift through. <laughs> it's a lot of BS to sift through. One of those funny. I was at. I'm at work, right? You know, me and my team lead. We know we talking, and she's been in like a 15 year relationship. You know, she's been like they met in college, and since then they've been like this. You know, and the thing, and you know, me and a couple other coworkers were telling her like, yeah, dating seems trash, and she's like, not everyone can, out here can be trash, and I'm like, yes, they are. Not everybody. But at least ninety percent of people out here, because I've run into some dummies. I told her my stories. I've run into some dummies. The other ladies who actually chimed in ran to some dummies themselves. We even brought some guys over. They ran to some dummies. You know, she's like, not every, not everyone. She just couldn't believe it, because back in the two thousands, when I guess everybody was pretty decent, <laughs> she met her one and only, and they've been cool ever since. You know. So she just couldn't believe there's just a lot of bullshit you gotta sift through. Yeah, like I can't believe I'm the I'm the um, I used to work at LA Fitness and yeah, like if I'm I'm I don't want to drink, so it's just like I'm just like what mm-hmm. you know like I can't like I'm not compatible with the women at at in the workplace, you know, mm-hmm. because you know I don't want to you know yeah, just yeah. I don't want to do some things. Yeah, and it's just like just off of that since they're so into it. It's just like, yo, you know, like, dang, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I guess, yeah, because, like, I don't know. It's like when I talk when I talk to women, I just, like, yeah, this is what I'm about, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, yo, this, that's, you know, I don't know why drinking and smoking, but, like, it's just such a requirement for some, like, to, in order to be compatible, you know. Because like, that's what their mindset is right now, you know. You can have fun without doing this. Stuff. You can, but they, maybe they can't. Yeah. Maybe they can. Like, granted, I like, you know, smoking and drinking my damn self, but that's not my being, you know? Like, I can go without it for a very long time. You know, I've done it for most of my life. I can do it for the remainder of my life, you know? But a lot of people, that's who they are, especially at the age you're at. Like, it's literally, like, that's literally what everyone's trying to do. It's that college years. Like, I'm just trying to smoke, drink, have fun, live my life, blah, 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 even though... I can give you repercussions later. <laughs> but people overdo it. And then I guess what you're getting into or running into is people who's like, that's weird that you don't do it like that. Like, for instance, you know, y'all know Promontory Point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a dope. Like, in the summertime, that is a spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. It's just yeah. like, yeah. yeah, so it's warm out, you know. Bring out the speaker, play some Kanye, you know. Everything's vibing, you know. Where do we? I'm like, yo. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Now, I'm not that type to be like, I'm not no Christian where I'm just like, oh, that's bad or nothing. I'm just like, 
I really like we don't really we don't really need it you know yeah. and everybody you know I'd say my uh, the people I used to you know work with you know they would talk about how, how expensive it was so I'm just like and I, I I used to smoke too so I was just like I know how expensive it was you mm-hmm. know it, it ran through my pocket so I'm just like like gee like we don't need it right now yeah, <laughs> like, we, we don't, don't need, need it. like this is like this scenery is enough you know like yeah. and the music you feel me just yeah and on the other hand too like depending on the strain you get <laughs> and I'll say this from experience it can amplify the situation but mm-hmm. I'm not about to like break my back to find it Yo, and I've done that, bro. Like, I like I live in Bronzeville. Yeah. Plug is like, yo, I'm all the way in Lincoln Park. G, I'm gonna be there in a minute. I'm like, gee, I'm gonna drive all the way over there on my day off. I'm gonna drive all the way over there just to get it, bro. Like, yeah. it's nice. It's one in the morning, G. What am I doing looking for the plug right now? You feel me? Like, yeah, but I mean, like that's that that's to me that's when it becomes ridiculous when it's like you go out of like you break your back just to get it. Yeah, like me, I can wait. Like, cause there was one time I waited. For my my plug, like all damn day, he forgot about me. Come to find out, um, <laughs> but I was like, "Oh, where's he?" And I checked in on him. I'm like, "Where you way up, bro?" I'm like, "Oh, bro, sorry, bro, I took a nap." And I'm like, "What?" But you know, this was no big deal because I'm like, it's recreational. I remember like uh, 2021, I got hit by a car, so I was in I was in crutches for like a cool month. Yeah, cool month and a half. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'm like, <laughs> it's nighttime. I'm crutching, looking for the plug. Like, dang, where you at? Where you at? You know? Yeah. Like, gee, it, it was, man, it, was, it, it got heavy. It got serious. Yeah, yeah. Now I see why you had to pause. For real, for real. Because, for, again, for a lot of people, it can. Because that high is, like, very euphoric. And depending on your on the strain you get, it can make you feel good. And it was, it was really, it was really just numbing. Like, cause there was a lot of things that I didn't that like too. about my current situation. That too. And it was just kind of like a quick getaway that made like me numb all the things that I didn't like about, uh, yeah, my life at the moment. You know. Yeah. I was just like, man. You yeah. Know? Then you find out like you got to deal with that head on. You got it, man. And that's why, that's why uh, last summer I was working on a short film, and I had my crew like my my homies from uh, my bros from high school, you know, and I was the one like I'm the director, I'm the yeah, I'm the director, I'm the camera op. So I'm like, but I'm smoking though. But my crew is not smoking, you know. Yeah. So it's just like, they're taking this technically taking this more seriously than me, and this is my film, you know. So yeah. that really, that really got me. I'm just like, yo, like. But again, it depends on how you're using it. I know people that smoking can still get the job. Done. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody different, but with and me, then, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it depends on how you're taking it. Like, I know you at your stage of like, I used to do it all the time, but it was more of a detriment yeah. than an asset. Yeah. Which I think that's when it becomes a problem. Is like when you smoke and you ain't getting nothing done, you're like the laziest one out of all your friends. Because I've actually heard stories like that where, like, I had a professor, right? He, at this point, you know, he makes millions and doing whatever. But back in the day, you know, he was out in the street smoking with his friends. And he was like, and I guess one day it just hit him like, Oh, we're, we're not doing nothing with our lives. Man, that, like, it literally just hit him one day. Like, we're just getting high, laying around. Not doing it, man. It hits out of nowhere, too. When yeah. you realize you've been doing the same thing for months on end. Yeah. And you just like, bam, G, like, look around, G, like, you know what I mean? It, it's, man. But yeah, going back to um, the whole uh, wife question. Well, we'll just talk about this in general. Just, like, the mindset of, like, the woman that we date since it's mostly guys today. Mostly. 
<laughs> yeah, what are you? What do you identify as? A man. Okay, then. It's all guys today. Thank you. You're welcome. He, him, pronouns? Those are lame. <laughs> what are your pronouns? Mm, Charlie and Murphy. All right, Murphy. <laughs> I thought you were going to say master. No, and, pronouns are lame. And Lord. I mean, maybe it's some bedroom talk, but women, they get those pronouns. You guys don't get those pronouns. I'm biased, so, you know. Oh, really? Yes. So they get the pronouns, we don't? Yes. So What's my pronouns. Question? Anyway, no, identify my pronouns as Lord and master. <laughs> but no um do you look for women who have like a similar mindset to you like similar belief system or can it can it just be whatever um beliefs like more so than mindset i don't expect a woman to think exactly like i do because they mm -hmm. don't think like we do they don't rationalize like we do we um women make more decisions based on their emotions how they're feeling. If they're feeling ugly, I mean, that's going to affect their whole day. So, beliefs preferably, I mean, if one person thinks you're going to hell and the other person thinks you're going to heaven, that might be a problem, especially if you're raising kids and, you know, like what? It's contradicting yes. beliefs. So, I, I think people should do that, but, I mean, to each their own. Yeah. So. Mm. Like, I feel like, I, yeah, I'm similar to you, like how... It doesn't be, have to be exactly like I think. Okay, I'll say this. You do need to have, like, a certain level of code switching for me. Um, that is something I do look for. Meaning that can you be professional when it's time to be professional? Can you not curse during a time when it's time not to curse? You know, and of course, you know, if we're going to a party, you know, can you be ratchet at the party? You know, but not be ratchet when we got a meeting with some dudes trying to give us millions. But that's just social intelligence. Not a lot of people have that. <laughs> it's great to have a balance, you know. I was but saying. a lot of people literally yeah. don't have that. Like, they're the same person everywhere. Like, if you ratchet at one place, you're going to be ratchet at this place. Interesting. There was a customer I was driving. Uh, one of my jobs, I do lift. So, you know the expression, lady in the streets, freaky in the sheets, right? Yeah. And I was just like, well, I'm both. That should be us. Like, the first part of that is lady in the streets. Yes. That's what men care about more. Yes. Don't get me wrong. We like the bedroom stuff. But that public perception, we care about that a lot more. Mm -hmm. So if you're a certain way in public, yeah, you know, and we may not like it or whatever, you may disqualify yourself from this guy for a serious relationship. Yeah. Doesn't matter how good you are in the sheets. But it goes a little bit further than that. We're a reflection upon each other. More so, you're a reflection upon me. So if I'm walking around with you, that basically means that if you're acting a certain way, people are going to automatically kind of attribute those behaviors to me or question me as far as my whatever, yeah. integrity, whatever you want to call it. Because think about it at the end of the day. Say, for instance, you are working hard and you are doing really good, but you got somebody who's acting really ratchet. Well, your colleagues are going to be like, okay, this guy's decision making. Why is he dealing with somebody like this? Right. So it reflects upon you. Exactly. And it's like, it doesn't have, you have to be ratchet. They could just be just, like, acting out, you know? Like, they, they can have, a, like, a quick, uh, they can have a quick mouth, sarcastic mouth, rude as hell, you know, short temper. You know, it's like, and he's right, it is a reflection on you because, again, birds of a flock of a feather flock together. together yep. Yeah. And so, if she's acting like that, how are you acting? 
Even though you may be acting a little bit better than she is. Random fella. Would you be, uh, what are they call the passport bros? Homies? Who, me? Yeah. I look at it like this. Um... I don't know exactly how it is outside of the U.S. I can say that my experiences with foreign women have been more pleasant. Now, not to say that all women here that I've dealt with have been bad, but a great percentage of women that I've dated here has not ended up good. And even when I was trying to reflect to see if there was something I had done, a lot of the situations, honestly, were just completely out of my control due to them just doing something off the freaking wall. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, if it is true, which speaking to people from around the world and other cultures, they tend to act a little bit differently than I wouldn't necessarily call myself a passport, bro. I wouldn't necessarily connect myself with them, but I would be more inclined to dating somebody outside of the American culture simply because they just tend to be more pleasant and more cooperative. We have too many combative women here and that is the problem. Too many women who don't want to be on your program and that's the thing like I'm not asking you to be a slave or anything like that. I'm just saying if you're expecting me to work my ass off and bring in money and I'm not really getting a return on my investment from you except for spending this money, then the return I would be looking for is at least for you to do something to help me. Not when I come home for you to be combative. Not when I come home for you to just be lazing around and not doing anything or just causing dysfunction or problems. So, yeah, like I said, in, in, in a nutshell, Due to my own personal experiences, I would be more inclined to dating somebody outside of the U.S. Where would you go first? <laughs> that I couldn't necessarily say. You know, some places in Asia look attractive. Hey, I get that a little bit. I mean, a lot of I've been hearing a lot of talk about the Dominican Republic lately. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's talking about that. And then I'm not gonna lie, like certain parts of Africa and everything. Like if you want to talk about just still being part of the, which I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not opposed to that because that's still a different culture. That's what people don't understand. Yeah, yeah so these are black people, but it's a different culture. American culture different. is yeah, American culture is its own entity, is its own out of hand being. <laughs> like my uh, my godfather, he's in Africa right now. He married a Kenyan woman. Really? Got the family and everything. Yeah. And African women are in she's some places like mm, just she's a pretty sweet and she, she's, she's a some cute places. woman. She's very she's she's nice. As a man, you always have to be the man, no matter what. Right? right? Hundred degrees, who cuts the grass? You or her? Hundred degrees, uh, Jamaican. So call me right there. You know, you, you got to cut the grass. If it's a snowstorm, right? Mm-hmm. You got to shovel the snow, brush their car off, warm it up for them. You always got to work, no matter, even if they's like, I don't want to have sex with you. You got to work, you got to keep the bills paid. Date night, you got to pay for date night. Trips, vacations, you pay for those. I mean, you can get creative, though. You can, but as my point is, as a man, you're always having to do stuff to keep things going. Mm-hmm. You can't take a day off from work. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you could, but you, you really can't. You can't take a day, you can't take a week off. The bills don't get paid, you're homeless. You know, if you don't pay the car insurance, you get into a car accident, you lose the car. If you don't pay health insurance and stuff, like you always have to do that. Women nowadays, some of them, it's like, 
cooking is slavery. And it's like, what's the slavery? Working and let's for the make man? sure we make it very clear. Western culture. Western culture. What's more of a slave thing? Working for the man 40, 50, 60 hours a week or cooking a couple hours a day for your family? And let's, let's add on to that. There are some couples that don't even have kids. That's what actually kind of amazes me because I hear the argument from some women saying, well, the feminist standpoint that, you know, I shouldn't be doing for a man he could do for himself. And I'm like, well, if you don't have a job and you don't have kids, well, yeah, you know, you don't understand it. Being a stay at home, whatever, is a lot of work. Okay. We might be able. <laughs> what did you say? Are you doing that work? Well, here, here's the thing. If you ain't got no kids, you ain't got no right to sit up here talking about staying on being difficult at all. Period. If, if, if you have the privilege of actually staying at home and you don't have any kids, like, what are you doing? This is what I keep on repeating as far as the guys. This is a business. What return are you getting on your investment? This is literally, and this is about to sound bad. This is controversial right here. Think of it as buying a product. When you're buying that product, what is that product doing for you? If you're buying it for entertainment, then so be it. I have nothing to say. But if you actually plan on something that's quality and long use, you know, like, that's going to be around for a while. Well, then when like, you, I'm sorry not to interrupt you. No. I mean, it's just, to me, it's, it may sound controversial, but I mean, let's be honest, you know, especially since we're all guys here. No, mostly guys. I don't know about. <laughs> anyway, um, but you no, know, since we're all guys here, it's like, you know, we want to find someone to put our resources into. Now, if you're putting resources into it and you're not at least like working with me, then that's where we have issues. Mm. Because here's the thing, right? And this is something I try to get like a lot of the ladies I interact with to understand. If you do for a guy, a guy will do for you, right? Like, yeah, you know, we have to go out work. You know, and make the money, make sure everything's sustained. But if you're working with us, and let's say you're you are a stay-at-home mom, you know, you can get have the job. That's cool. But if you are a stay-at-home mom, if you have the house cooking, cleaning, make sure the kids are good, or hell, if there's no kids, you're just making sure that dinner's ready by the time I get home. That's what I'm saying. If you get no kids, like that, no excuse. You know, make sure everything is clean. We're gonna see like, oh, especially for a guy that's worth our salt. We're gonna be like, oh, you're doing all this for me. Okay, let me take you out to a special date night later on down the line. Let me actually massage your shoulders, even though I just got off work. You know what I'm saying? Let me rub your feet, you know. Let me, you know, just do stuff for you. And let me even get pushed back on that. It shouldn't yeah. even be like that to begin with. First off, if you're well, actually going to be in a long-term relationship, y'all should be doing stuff that's just reciprocal, period. So I shouldn't just be rewarding you because well, you're no, no, doing no. something. I'm not saying it's a reward. I'm saying this happens automatically because... Yeah, I'm just... This is I supposed to be doing something, period. So yeah. that's the thing. She should be doing, and I should just be doing just because I'm showing appreciation, period. But but that's, this is what I'm saying is that like all of this will happen when we work together automatically. I won't even give it a second thought. I'm not even thinking yeah. of the reward. I'm not thinking about. I'm not even keeping count. I'm just like you know what? Let me cook dinner tonight because I want to show you how much I love you. You know because guess what? You listened to me vent the other night instead of me listening to you vent. Not saying that like you know that has to happen, but you're like baby, let me just you know have your beer ready when you get home. You know, then that's going to make me want to take you out to that restaurant you've been looking at for the last three years and built that money up Damn, for it. Three years? 
Yeah, I mean, we went through some trials. We went through some trials and tribulations. So, so what would be your argument, for instance, if both of you all are working? Because this is another thing that I hear a lot. So yeah, what would be what would be your argument for both of you all to working? Because I I hear that a lot. Well, both that, of us are well, I'm working too. So yeah. So what if the woman is working and a man is working? I mean, if you're working, and you, I'm sorry, let me answer this real quick because I feel like that was directed at me. I'm he's like, selfish. He's like, forget you. Screw you. Um, no, I'm playing. But um, no, if we're both working and then you're still doing that stuff, that's gonna make me even more attractive. I'm more attracted to you. I mean, you know, that's gonna. That's gonna make me still go out and do for you, cause end of the day, you know, yeah, we're both working, but I assume we're working Monday through Friday, nine to five. Guess what? We got weekends, so we can do stuff on the weekends. You know, well, I still look at it, especially in a situation like that. It should be purely reciprocal. Period. No, that's what I'm both not saying. That no, no, I wasn't talking about yeah, you. Okay, right. I was just speaking in general. That okay. If both of you all are working, then it's purely reciprocal, which basically means both of you all have jobs, both of you all have duties, both of you all need to be showing each other appreciation, both of you all need to be doing stuff. Let me ask him this question because when we're talking about someone who they um, split the like there was a couple that actually split the bills mm -hmm. and then they actually did were able to go out on these nice dates because they were both working together. No, they now these fools split the bill to the point they was just able to buy whatever the hell they wanted to because yeah. they didn't have to worry about expenses as much. Right. Both of them was making a decent amount of money. To make it okay, so if you want to talk about financial planning, they were both making a decent amount of money. Then they got an apartment that didn't cost a whole whole lot. Then they split all the utilities and bills. So it's like both of them was just able to live how they wanted to live. Yeah, yeah. simple as that. Because you got to think about if you had double the income, let's just say hypothetically speaking, you got one individual that's only making fifty thousand dollars or something like that and everything. Then is it even better if you have some uh, somebody else that's making fifty thousand? That's literally double now the household income is six figures yes. and with that being said you are paying one rent not two so say for instance your rent is a thousand dollars it's split between both of you all 500 piece per month mm -hmm. i'm like that makes life way freaking easier it does but that's the problem when people don't want to work together and it becomes an issue because like if you're unexpected one person like say for instance and this is the issue that men are complaining about i'm working all day long I'm doing what I can, and right now, all I'm getting is $50,000, but I got to pay that $1,000 a month rent on my own. What am I getting out of you? What am I getting out of you? You're not contributing. You're not reciprocating. I don't care about your emotional support. I don't care how you, you talking about you care and all that stuff. What are you actually doing to actually assist me during this process yeah right now man it's it's still off for me it's still off funny games like in terms well, of yeah it's but not yeah. as serious you know where yeah. a relationship is uh about business you know um it's still like yeah, but you need to you need to prep because yeah nobody gets younger you're just gonna get older yeah. and as you get older these things that we're talking about are gonna hit at some point like i said like at the i'll say this and i'll give it to you um, at the at your your age right now, it's cool. It could be all fun and games, but once you start hitting the age of twenty five, that's when people start looking around to set their life up, mm. and that's when their standards start to slowly but surely increment. So, so, so romance is still a part of like the. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it depends. Sure. It really depends. Okay, for sure. It de yeah, again, it really depends yeah. because a lot of people, you know, they don't date for romance. Sometimes they date for resources. You know, some people 
they just want to use you. They want to be leeches. Watch out for those. I have worth horrible experiences with those. Watch out for leeches. That's my warning to you. <laughs> Another thing, though, but with that, adding yeah. on to what he's saying, just there's some inf- information you should not be sharing with anybody. You don't share your credit score. You don't share how <laughs> you don't share how much you make. Mm-hmm. You don't share any of that stuff. Yeah. So if yeah, so if a woman ever is asking, oh, what you do? Well, I'm in this field. How much you make? None of your goddamn business. Look at the salary dot com. If they ask you how much you make on the first date, that's a bad sign. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I want to remind me something. I was uh, the whatever podcast you ever see that white dude Brian with a beard. Anyway, there was two women. They was like, okay, they weren't working. Mm-hmm. They both had kids though, so they were meeting men on dating apps, going on two, three, four, five dates a week, and they would say, hey, I need a hundred dollars for my babysitter. So pretty much every date they were collecting hundred dollars from men, but then they weren't they were ghosting them after that. Mm-hmm. Women are leeches. Um, the personal point, I'm not a woman, I remember it because women forget they they minds all over the place. Uh, I was talking about cooking, right? Um, this day and age both people work. So let's say um, I work for a company where sometimes my I might work a little bit late. But let's say there's two days out the week, Monday through the uh, Monday through the work week. There's two days where I get home before her. I might cook. Now, if there's two days where she gets home before me, I expect her to cook. If there's a day we get home the same time, we can cook together. I can't argue that. That'd be romantic. Yeah. So it, nowadays, because women work, you have to figure that out and work with that schedule. Now, I'm only I would only marry a woman if I want kids. I'm not going to marry you, and we not have kids. Yeah, I hate to say it, even marrying a woman with kids. Like, marriage doesn't have the same effect that it used to have. The more people that I speak to, when I say older people, I'm talking about over the age of 60, 70 years old. Marriage back in the early 1900s came with, like, benefits and consequences. The thing is, first off, if you weren't married, of course, you got looked at socially. Uh, pretty funny by everybody, as a matter of fact, and disrespectfully, uh, especially by a certain age. And if you were married you would actually get certain benefits, especially like if you worked at like certain companies and stuff, they just will look at you as being more responsible because you got to think about it. if you marry, you got to take care of kids, you got to take care of your wife, you got to, so it was looked at as, you know, just being more responsible. Nowadays, there's nothing to come with it. If you marry, you just marry. Everybody says congratulations. And unfortunately, once again, socially, in most majority of the cases, it is the man who was the breadwinner. So what ends up happening is it's not a win for the man whatsoever because if the man gets married to a woman that isn't doing much, then if that breakup ends up happening, the courts normally award the kids to the woman just by default, which I think is fucking stupid. Um, And then there's potential that you're going to lose your assets and income. Let's not forget pussy. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if the pussy is 10 out of 10, that's... Nah. No. Remember? No. Nah. 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 Well, <laughs> wait, you said... Nah. Wait, myth. Nah. What, as far as what? What are you saying is 10 out of 10? Um, it's, just, it's just that, like, man, if the cheeks is great, you know? That's nah. Just, Bro, let me let me tell you nah. something. Somebody told me this a long Ooh, time no. ago. I can point you to the most beautiful, per, um, beautiful woman in the world, and I can also point you to the dude that's tired of her. Even Beyonce got triggered on. <laughs> I keep hearing that, but that is so I mean, I'll, I'll, true. I mean, I pick Rihanna over Beyonce, but that's just me. She, she so, probably got cheated on, too, <laughs> to be honest with you. But the whole point is, it doesn't matter. Like, sex, here's, here's how it works. You have your honeymoon stage in which you go through. It's a new experience. 
y'all happy to see each other y'all happy to be around each other y'all never experienced each other so y'all probably banging four five six twenty times a day mm. and everything after about a year or two that's gonna slow down why because you're used to it and that's just how normal how humans just act with anything period yeah. once you start getting used to something you kind of you know okay you know you don't do it as much or you don't indulge in it as much or whatever so it's like I don't care whether or not you're saying yes, the puss <laughs> the puss it's 10 out of 10 that number is going to drop after a while because after about 5 years of hitting it you're going to be like alright it's like a 6 out of 10 it's a, I love you it's still great but I'm like okay you know that's why people say that outside of sex what are you getting that's why I keep on Reiterating every single time. What are you getting out of the relationship <laughs> because here's, outside of sex? Because to pick it back on what he said, <laughs> that's why I use the term if she's she could be there for a good time but not a long time because if sex is all you got, I need more than that. I mean, because again, sex is everywhere. It is. It is. I can buy it if it I is. want to. Oh, man. You know, like it's everywhere. <laughs> women are giving it away. It's getting easier and easier to hook up with women. For men, that's like, man, I'm struggling. I'm like, well, why? You saying that? Like, so you must get it every night, huh? I wish. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this dude over here, he got right. secrets. I mean, they ain't asking him. But like, y'all ain't get, y'all ain't having sex every night? Man, I got like 10 it's different easier and easier to get. That's not like I'm getting every night. I just getting every day, every night. You're being modest. You got to hear him waiting for you back at the crib right now. So I'm going to take that room with someone. So no, the answer no. is no. Doesn't matter. No. No. Yeah. I keep that part of my to myself. But yeah, I cannot emphasize that enough. I don't care what the situation, bro. Like it could be good. Remember, I said this earlier. This dude is just cracking up. Laughing. The funniest thing in the world, huh? No, Maurice is funny, bro. You funny, bro. But no, like I was just saying this earlier. It was a girl who, to this day, magnifique, bone after teeth, magnifique. But. It just no, nah, it's no good. It's, it's no good. I don't, I don't care. It's just it's no good. Man, but did you fall in though? <laughs> See, falling in is a red flag in itself, man. Is it? Man, as soon as you get in, and it's just like a, an abyss. But like, yeah, man. we're not thinking about those red flags when we're falling in though. <laughs> the most attractive woman, you're gonna get tired of her after a while. That's just the fact. Yeah. And I said about the woman using um, babysitters. I be telling people like a lot of women they know they can get money from you they know they can get your attention women want two things from men time and resources okay I mean people say what about your dick that's a resource right there so they want two things from you if they broke or whatever they's like they they try to get money I went on the date with this girl probably spent a hundred and eighty dollars she kept ordering drinks and then I broke it off because she told me during the date she had three kids with two baby daddies. And I'm like, no. You, I mean, either you're really not that interested or maybe you are, but I'm not going to take care of another man's kids because you made bad decisions. So what is your limit on kids? Is it one, two? I can do one. My, um, my dad married a woman with one kid, so I can do one. But it depends. Like, okay, um... The problem with that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest a man marry a woman with kids. I would not suggest that. The biggest problem is um, will be the children. Not that they're bad, although they might be, but um, when it comes to discipline, mm. if you're with, you know, you pay the bills, right? 
you should have the you should have a final say so. But the mom, because she knows it's not yours, she'll she'll overstep you, she'll overtalk you, she'll be like, no, this is my kid, I discipline them. If the kid sees that, they're never gonna respect you. Which means one day they're gonna be like, you ain't my daddy. I did have a stepdad uh, growing up because my father was not in there in the house. And when I was young, I, I didn't know. I like I didn't like him. Then he was there acting like the father. My father, he wasn't. Didn't like him being there. You know. When I turned 20, got older, and you know that you broke up, you left. I really realized that he was very vital for my development and growth as a man. You know, because uh, he disciplined. He disciplined me. Yeah, because he he was a veteran, uh, former marine, so. He definitely uh, oh, okay. he gave you that nice discipline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, you yeah. up at six o'clock in the morning. Like I'm talking about like, being 15, 16. Like, I, like hating this dude. Like I ain't never, I ain't never wish for somebody to actually pass away until I had a stepdad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, bro, I being there when I was a kid, you know, because even my father was like, even my father who wasn't there was like, yo, you should really like, like your stepdad, the person who was there, like, respect. Yeah, yeah. And and just to like actually go down that road real quick, I think that's just the thing with step parents in general, because you know I had a stepmom and this was in my early twenties mm. when her and my dad got uh, married, and like, and and we all know this, at least within the family, like our relationship was rocky as hell, like in the beginning. But now it's like, you know, I go to her for, like, certain advice, and, like, I talk to her and everything. And it's always nice to see my stepmom around. And, like, our relationship is way better than how it started. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's just, like, a road you go down as a step-parent and as a child who has a step-parent. Yeah, because if I dated somebody who had kids, like, I definitely, I already know, especially a son, like a black black boy, like, I would definitely understand where he's coming from, you know? So... Me personally, if I was in that situation, um, I would know how to come to him. You know, yeah, yeah. And especially when you, especially when uh, you you're looking for your real father, like yeah, where he's at, where and then you're dealing with that baggage too, because it's <laughs> sure. like you know, my mom passed away, so mm-hmm. it's like I had that baggage on top of like you coming in. Not saying that I put that upon her, mm-hmm. but it's like it's like you got now you got to get used to someone like later on in your life, you know. And then this person is trying to take that, that role. I know for you it's probably way more difficult because you got that pain of your dad not being there and whatnot. Like, again, we don't have to get into it, but and I'm just guesstimating, so correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, you got that right there. So it's, it's, it becomes a little, it becomes very difficult, but it's like later on down the line whether, whether the relationship becomes better, whether you realize something, it's like, dang, you actually was there for me. Like, she, like her, she, I'm glad she, her and my dad got married because it's like, she's a woman that, you know, I would love to marry, you know, like she's a fantastic woman and treats my dad very well. And I'm sure they have their little spats when me and my brother aren't around, of course. But at least they respect y'all enough. Exactly. You know? Yeah, especially I had never seen a successful, like, grown black male, you know, like yeah. until like he had came in, you know, and like that really, that really hit different, you know, when you realizing that, cause you know, when you, when you like, when you have a single mom and you know, like subconsciously, you know your mom is like really struggling because she got more than one kid. You know, yeah. it kind of, you feel like it's kind of your fault. Like, dang, what can I do possibly do? Because it's like it's not fair that she is doing all of this for us. You know, and the most and when you see a like when you see a successful black man who's actually providing, you know, yeah. and he's got he's bringing resources, tangibles. You know, mm-hmm. 
Man, it's just like, yo, you know, like I actually have somebody not from the TV, you know, that I could look up to and actually ask questions on like, how do I follow your footsteps? You know, because yeah. you actually like changing my life for the good. You, you know? actually are there. Man. You could. Kids need to see that. If you don't have that person, you know, my mom, her first boyfriend got her pregnant at 16. He dipped out. Mm. So she married the next guy just because she didn't want to be a single mom. My dad had a kid with a woman previous. He's like, all right, I'm going to stop fornicating. I'm Christian. He married the next woman that showed him interest. That's how my parents met. Turns out my mom never thought my dad was attractive, was struggling financially. Didn't want to be a single mom. Thought she could do some better. So she divorced him. Mm. She has not gotten remarried. Mm. I love that woman. Hope to not marry someone like her. <laughs> but to see something like that, I always felt I developed late. I was immature. I'm still working on that. You know, my dad remarried. He told me to do little things for the woman. Hey, I'm going to go to the store. Do you need anything? She says, no, all right, he'll pick up the pecan ice cream that she likes, just leave it in the fridge, she'll get to it. Mm -hmm. You know, get a candy bar, do things for them. He's the one that's like, yeah, 100 degrees, you cut the grass, let them stay in the house. Yeah. But that's that old school mentality too. But that's what I'm talking about <clears throat> earlier, is that like, just doing little things, and then y'all doing that for each other, just reciprocating it, and it's automatic. Like, I'm sorry, like, when you do little stuff like that, it's not intentional. At least not for me, you know. And I assume it's the same way for others. It's like, you know what? Because you may buy that walnut ice cream, and then she may be at the store herself be like, you know what? Let me go ahead and get him a steak tonight. Let me get his favorite cut. She worked late. He'd have dinner ready when, you know, she yeah. got home. Not that, yeah. you know, she didn't do any cooking, but, you know, if she didn't do nothing, he did something. If he didn't do nothing, she did something. And... You know, like, if I didn't see that, I wouldn't know, like, hey, you know, how to do that. Like, and it sounds very similar to what happened with my family, as a matter of fact. I didn't get to know my father because, as I mentioned, he unfortunately had um, gotten shot trying to protect the family. Um, like, somebody was trying to rob the place, and he went out there trying to confront him, and he shot him. Um, but from what I heard they would work together on a lot of stuff. And a lot of opportunity came from the fact that they would actually work together. So if she was doing, not doing great, of course, he would step up and take, you know, uh, take the reins. And then if he was kind of falling off, she would step up and take the reins. And a lot of stuff came out of that. A lot of big opportunities, as a matter of fact, came out of them doing that. So, like, yeah, that level of reciprocation and cooperation and just working as a team plays a very vital role. And I just wish people actually understood that. Because I'm going to tell you how I honestly feel. I'm tired of the dudes sitting up here talking about I need a traditional woman when they ain't doing shit to begin with and don't even know how to be a traditional man. I'm tired of the women talking about they need a high-value man and they have shit to offer. And I think someone, I forgot who I was watching, but she made a good point. She was like, a lot of ladies want a high-value man, but they don't know where they hang out. So how you going to want something you know very little about it? Because, again, when you surround yourself with guys who are, like, making six figures and for high value you who got money, they're constantly busy. Like, because hmm? they're trying to maintain that money and even get more money. And, hell, don't let them have a family because they're trying to make sure their family is good. You know? 
So it's like you be careful for what you wish for because it may not be what you want. They don't work no damn nine to five. You know, they work in twenty four seven. You know, and if they have a six figure job, cool. But even the guys who I know got six figure jobs are like, How can I make more money? <clears throat> you know, and we got and we know a guy who's like that. I'll tell you my situation. Like I'm closing on six figures and I'm trying hard. I'm working my butt off all the time. And just the way I view women is just completely different now. Like, I kid you not, there's some attractive women to be like, okay, they just don't understand how come I just don't treat them like everybody else do. I like I see you as a dollar sign right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't and the thing is on top of it too, you ain't got nothing else to offer but ass. So I'm like this man is just laughing. Like, <laughs> but I mean, tell me where I'm lying. That's the whole thing. Like, I'm sitting up here working. I ain't got time to sit up here and chase you, especially once again, as I've been repeating during this whole podcast. You ain't got shit to offer. So I'm like, say for instance, if I was, hypothetically speaking, because I'm approaching it, in the six-figure club and everything, I'm too busy working. Mm-hmm. What could you possibly offer me? <clears throat> Exactly. You can offer it. It takes up my money off your hands. You got too much. <laughs> yeah, you know, I need somebody to take this money. Bro, I think like, your back man. is breaking from all that money, bro. Just, yeah. I, That's how women offer, though. Man. Take a vacation. And then, and, then, <laughs> and then to make matters even worse, say, for instance, they got a kid or two. My resources, once again, it's just not a good business move. It's not a good business strategy. My resources are going to you and possibly these other <clears> children <throat> that you have that I didn't, that I didn't give you. And once again, if you're still not offering, you know. See, that's how you know you're talking to a business owner when he looks at everything as a dollar sign. <laughs> no, women are a bill. My, um, that was uh, me and my brother. We had a previous apartment, not just this one. And there was a girl. We went to high school together. Him and her kept in contact. I wasn't, you know, talking about her. She's attractive. She does some uh, couple episodes on Empire. Cool. So she needed a place to stay. So it's like, all right. Um, How you do a couple of episodes of Empire? <laughs> so you know, yo, was she an extra? <laughs> I never asked and didn't really care. But my sound like, sound like she was an extra. Never asked and didn't really care. I'll have okay. to ask her one day. But she's not talking to me. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, she converted my dining room into like a little mini studio apartment. I was like, whatever, that's fine. Okay. And she's like, you know, works a little slow. I was like, all right, you know, my brother had the. Living room, he converted that into a mini apartment. It's a 1,000 square feet bedroom. It's actually nice space. Hmm. So I was like, okay, you can stay here for a month till you get your stuff together, you know, and, and that's cool. Uh, after a month, you know, I was time was went by. And I was like, so how's the work coming along? I never really bothered or anything. She's like, well, not really working, still trying to find a gig. And I, that's what it hit me. I'm like, you just been here all day. It costs money to feed you. You know, uh, my brother paid your cell phone bill. So I was like, all right, tell you what. If you need a place to stay a little bit longer, if you get a job, just pay for your own food. How about that? Get a job, pay for your own food. That's easy. Your own cell phone bill. You can stay here as long as you want. Now, I was going to move out when the lease is up anyway, but I was like, hey, while we're here, we'll just make the best of it. She's that's cool. Second month, she still never had a job. She didn't really look. She was banking on just finding work. So I told her she had to go. He's like, why are you kicking me out? He's like, yes. He's like, oh, because I'm not giving you no pussy? And I was like, well, I mean, if we were dating, that would be an excuse. But even still, you got to contribute because you are a bill. It's costing me money to keep you here. 
you're not adding any value to my life. Now, that last part I didn't say because I'm not as cold-blooded as Mr. Common Man over here. But, <laughs> yeah. Cutthroat. But that's when I realized, like, hey, look, this girl is lazy. She's just using people. Yeah. Like, now, she had kids, but they stayed with the father, the mm. husband. So, because mm. I was like, yeah, y'all can't stay with me, but... We went to high school. I knew for four years. We had a relatively good relationship while we were in uh, were school. More, were y'all more acquaintances? Yeah, acquaintances. Okay. But women are a bill. So if you're going to spend money, like, what are they adding to you? She wouldn't add none to my life. I mean, it is truthful. Like, you got somebody spending time at your apartment. So more than likely, you're paying more for electricity. That's just mm-hmm. off time, you know. And then don't know whether or not she was actually eating up food or anything else. But the thing is, now your expenses are going up because you have another individual around who's mm-hmm. not contributing. So once again, that is a bill. Yeah. Someone wants to tell you, like, look, just pay for your own food. And your internet, like, how sweet is that? <clears throat> gig. See, I see. I was like, when you tell me I have to pay for my own food and that's it? Oh, crap. Maybe of course. She had a nice food. little, she turned into a nice little studio. Had a bad little dresser and everything. I never bothered her. You know, uh, with the up the Wi-Fi because she was on it. I was like, whatever. But I was like, that's a sweet gig. And I'm like, you're just lazy. But to be fair, I've dealt with guys that do the same thing. Uh-huh. You got some lazy people out here because I remember there were a couple of my guys some years ago. I was like, you in trouble. Only thing you got to worry about is stacking your money. I'm not asking you anything. Sure, that's S- a great deal. Stack your money, buy your own food. You being in my space isn't taking up anything else except for you taking up space. But the thing is, you're not really using up any extra electricity or anything like that. And if any of you were, it wasn't even that much. So I'm like, you're my friend. I've known you for a while. Just feed yourself. <laughs> feed yourself and just stack your money. None of them were ever able to do that. And I'm literally sitting up here just like, get a job and just save up your money. That is all. I'm, I'm not asking See, you anything else. That's, that's weird to me because, you know, during COVID, I had to move back in with my parents. And they, all they asked was like, just get a job and give us 100 bucks for food. Bro, I gave them a link card. <laughs> I said, here, take it. I still gave them the 100, but I'm like, just take that. And I was just working, booting my money up. And I was just working at UPS. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be like a full-time job. At least start off with having that part-time. Speaking of that, whoops. Real quick, I do have to shout out the network because it's you guys that helped me free myself personally from nine to fives. Because it's like I can do what I love and get paid for it, you know. Yeah. And I'm consistent, you know. That's good. So like I have freedom and opportunity. And yeah. As long as you're bringing money in. Yeah. Um, I have a relative. Oh, okay. Of course. I had a relative, and. He worked his job 30 years. He's got a pension, 401k. Him and uh, him, his sister, and him and his sister, they've been taking care of his mom. Well, their mom, same one. Yeah. So he's paying 500 a month for just rent. That's it. Plus maybe 100 for food, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like, actually still not bad. That's, that's, that's closing in to regular, but that's still not bad at all. When he retired, he's making 55 an hour, give or take. What, 55 an hour? $55 an hour. Who's making 55 an hour? When he retired. It's a relative. We're not going to. But my point is, for 10 years, he's making 55 an hour, but only paying 500 a month. Retired with a 401k and a pension. No kids to suck up his money. No ex-wife. This guy walks around the house holding the shirt, holding the pants. He may get a car brand new, 
He'll run that to the ground 10, 12 years before he gets another one. Hmm. He does not act like he has money. But most p- people with money don't act just like that, too. So, like, so we, we met a guy. I'm sorry, not to interrupt you. We met a guy today, and I'm not going to say how much he makes, but he's clearly he clearly had money. Yeah. But you saw how he was dressed, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, just like me and you. That's it's it's just certain things as far as I put it like that. I, I actually been thinking about this lately because I remember one time I was like, I got to start dressing better. But as a recently, I was like, well, why do I have that mentality? Why do I have to dress better? And you know, I've had a couple of people like, oh, you need to pay for this, you need to pay for that, and it's like some hundreds of dollars. But when I thought of it, I was like, well, socially people kind of just look at the way you dress and kind of come to assumptions and stuff. So I'm like, okay, even down to the late, great Kevin Samuels, everybody says, like, I agree with him to a certain extent that when you are going certain places, people are going to have an impression. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying, so if you're trying to convey something about yourself and play on people's, you know, the psychology of just how people work most of the time, then yeah, the way you dress automatically makes people think of you a certain way. Other than that, it is fucking pointless. Mm. If you're walking around the house, if you're walking around a neighborhood or anything like that, why are you sitting up here dressed up in like, you know, this highly expensive stuff on a regular basis, you know? And even when I was thinking about like going out on dates, I ain't seeing go out looking like a bum. Definitely not. Yeah. Because you still want to, okay. you know, have a decent impression and everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, all of this ultimately ends up in expense. As a matter of fact, speaking of which, I was telling the story this one dude who back in like 2000s when the underground scene was like really really big and they used to have like people that was break dancing and all that stuff and like all these underground places I used to hang out with this dude who every single time I was hanging out with him he was in a dingy white t-shirt and some cargo pants and some broke down sandals all the time I would have never thought anything of it he disappeared for a second I'm like I don't know where this dude where this dude was he came looking for me one day I didn't even know who this dude was. This dude was somebody actually pretty big. He came to me one day. He was like in a full suit with a suitcase. Like, yo, I appreciate you, but I got to go to D.C. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Whoa, what the fuck? Who are you? What do you do? This entire time, I had no idea. Anytime this dude was going places, he didn't have the most extravagant, he didn't have the most extravagant car. That dude never dressed like... You would think anything of him. He dressed almost like a homeless person. You know. But it's like, it's just, I'll say this and we do at the end soon. It's like a time and place for everything, especially with how you dress. And like, and like you know, if I'm going to the corner stuff, I'm going to Mariano's. If I'm going to the mall, you know, I'm not going to put on like the latest Nikes and some nice pants and, you know, like a nice shirt and whatnot. You know, I'm going to put on pretty much what I got on now. Some jeans, a t-shirt. Dr. Pepper t-shirt. Yeah, yeah Dr. Pepper t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's a great drink. You know, and some walking shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, hell, I bought some walking shoes for work because I'm on my feet all day. I don't care if I don't, if I don't have, like, the latest Nikes or whatnot. I'm here to make money, for one. And for two, I'm here to do my damn job. Just real quick, the materialistic stuff is to impress other people. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't, it's it's not there to do anything for you. You buy, like, a Bugatti. If you just want to go, like, 200 miles an hour and possibly kill yourself, then by all means, you know? Yeah. But other than that, what is it doing for you, value-wise? And don't you, get me wrong. If you're dressing for yourself, because me, I like to dress yeah, up. Yeah, you see me at the dinner parties. I like to go out. But that's not for y'all. That's for me. <laughs> now, if I look attractive, perfect. 
But you know, I like dressing up like that. You know, but also it is like another social setting in which that you too. want to remember what I said before. If you want to give people a certain impression, yeah. So it's like, yeah, they see him like that in that setting. They automatically like, oh, okay, this dude's serious. That's just how people work, right? But that's a byproduct of me wanting to look good. <laughs> see what I'm saying? But I know where I'm at at the same time too. And it's also uh, what I wear is it's an expression of uh, myself. You know, like for instance, this it's like yeah. it's who I am. About to go get some uh, tail beasts at the end of this podcast. Hey, I like Without that. Even just looking yeah. at people. That's all yeah. I got to Some about. somebody did say something though. Like when you work out, you almost look good in anything. And like we could tell, like even with your journey, like you starting, like so. Yeah, that actually looks nice on you. See, See that's the funny thing. You could ru- you could run around with all the nerdy stuff that Bro. you want as long as you swole. In all honesty, I won't lie to you. I still get looks when I wear my Disney villain shirt. <laughs> What's on the shirt? It's, it's a shirt of like all the Disney villains throughout the ages. Really? All the way up to uh, the Princess and the Frog. See, I can only think of Scar as being a cold. Yeah, yeah. now Scar's on there. Got Scar on the left. The point is, it's nerdy as hell. And if I was like my previous way, I'd probably be like the biggest nerd ever. But now I look like an attractive nerd. Bro, me and this other dude be walking around like, well, he be looking more homeless than I do sometimes. But people be sitting swimming, still be going crazy. And then I be walking around and stuff and everything and like definitely when I'm swole, it don't matter how I dress. Yeah, it's just yeah. When you when you look like you take care of yourself, people will find you attractive, no matter what you're wearing. And that's like the easiest thing you can do is pick up a weight, gentlemen. Just pick up a weight. No. I mean, literally, just every day, just pick no, it up no. and put it down. Okay, in it. particular, pick it up for a cup for a few reps. Yeah. And a few sets. Get the cap off. Get it. Get it in your system. Right. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> go to, and, and, and as men. I recommend working out at least three days out the week. Now, normally I do say four, but I'm gonna give you at least three. I'm, I'm gonna be nice. Do it at least three, <laughs> please. Yeah. So, like, I recommend y'all hit the gym. Even my ladies, y'all need to hit the gym too. Fit, feminine, and do it for I say, yeah. do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. No, I, no, don't do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. <laughs> do it for yourself. <laughs> let, me say, no. let me say why you don't do it. Because for trying to talk to girls in the gym is. That's a dead end right there. No, it's easy. Because it's just like, if they focus on yourself, bro, you got no other business being there. Actually, it's it's actually very easy. What up? Just crack a joke. He he wanted to say something. I'm actually the most experienced. Like when she's like on the way to the locker room or she's about to get ready. Hold on. Crack a joke. It works. (laughs) Go ahead. One thing at a time. Um, If you were to cook for yourself, what would you make? Uh, something that's going to fit within the realm of what I feel I need to eat for my workout. Okay, Dr. Pepper, if you were to cook for yourself, what would you make? Same answer. Okay. Wait, what would you Now, let's say you're on the first date. Let's Just say you're real on the... Quick, something in the realm, of, so since I work out, something in the realm uh, that would actually help my, you know, my goal towards, like, bodybuilding. Okay, so you've both been dating for about four months. And she's coming over, and you said you'd cook. What would you make? Well, I mean, like, would you put more effort into this, or would you cook for yourself? I would put more effort. Well, this is uh, a new girl coming around, so I will put slightly more effort. Yeah, slightly more effort. So when you do stuff for yourself, you're gonna put a limited amount of effort. When you do stuff for other people, you may do a little bit more effort. Some people say do it for yourself. Okay, you may lazily think like, you know what? Eight sit-ups is good. I don't got to do ten. You know, eight push-ups are good. I don't need to do ten. But if you do stuff for someone else, you might put a little more effort into it. 
Well, I, I no, 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 you got everybody. I've been through that shit. Let's go. I've been through it. So, if you do stuff for other people, let's okay. Let me tell you a story. I was there was one point I was working out just to impress a girl, right? Very attractive, really liked her. But once that attraction went away, my motivation to work out went away. When I work out for me, I'm self motivated. I'm doing this for me. Yes, the woman will come around and they see me at the place that I love and me working out and looking good. That's a byproduct of doing this for myself. Because for me, I'm doing this for my health. I'm doing this because I look good. I'm doing this because I feel good. I feel amazing when I'm in the gym. I am my mind. Like, so I get what you're saying. Plus, that's cooking. When you're cooking, when I'm cooking for someone else, I'm automatically, whether it's man or woman, I'm automatically going to step it up a little bit. Let me add, what did I just say about the dress? I said the dress isn't really all that important, but when you're trying to give a certain image to somebody, it's the same thing. So I would say that would be a better analogy to what you're talking about with the cooking. Mm -hmm. This is a new person around that I have a specific goal with. If I'm trying to fuck or a relationship, so I'm Mm -hmm. trying to put my best foot forward for that that specific situation. So whereas I don't care whether or not I just eat chicken with lemon pepper, I might actually try to have a full course when she come around because I'm trying to impress that person. Will that continue forever? Probably not. Mm -hmm. But... I'm just trying to give a certain image. So it's the same thing about what I was saying with the whole clothing thing earlier. Like most of the time, I'm going to walk around and not give a damn. But if it's somebody in which I'm trying to actually get to look at me a certain way, I may actually put on a suit for that time. As far as working out is concerned, that's a completely that's different a completely thing. Different thing yeah. I'm like, I love how I feel. Like I fall off. I, I fell off a lot over the past like year. But... I like how I feel when I work out. I feel mm-hmm. a lot stronger. I have more energy. I feel more confident. All types of stuff. And then it's just the benefit of like the women and other men giving me respect. Because I've noticed that like when I work out, Guys, all I do man. is just walk past dudes and they'll nod just yeah. for no reason. <laughs> and, even, and even then, it's like I'm not getting the nods, but I'm, I'm getting the respect from other respect. guys. Like they'll like. Talk to me like one dude was like, "Hey Zach, how's it going?" Blah blah. blah. Just touch me and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, for one, you're trying to get feels. <laughs> um, for two, he's <laughs> like he was more playful than he normally was. You, know? you just get at LA. You just get random daps. You ain't never met this. Like you see this person in the gym or these bros in the gym. You just get that. You dap them up randomly. You ain't never but even spoken to them. Bro, but even out in the street, man, I just be walking around and people just want to have whole ass conversations. And it yeah. normally only happens when I work out. Like people are like, "Yo, what's going on, bro? How you feeling today, man? This is good weather, ain't it?" Bro, who are you? No, let me tell you, like, around work, bro, like, I've gotten stopped several times because they're like, hey, Zach, let me run something past you real quick. Like, one girl this week, she stopped me, and we had, like, a whole, conf- whole like, 15, 20-minute conversation about, like, the different smoothies she made because she sent me some. Unfortunately, I haven't tried them yet, but, mm-hmm. like, she was t- we were talking about just, like, losing weight. Mm-hmm. Hell, I remember, like, one time, same girl, I lost track of time because she was trying to figure out how I lost so much weight. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's like it's definitely a respect thing, and again, that's a byproduct. And then you a motivation to other people. That's the other thing. That's the thing like, I'm saying too. Like some people, they look at you like, oh, okay, because people look at that as discipline. Yeah. Like when you work out, people actually kind of give you more respect because like, okay, that means that you have to have some type of routine or something that you're doing to get to that point. Because everybody knows that picking up weights ain't easy. Running every day ain't easy. Anything would actually <laughs> easy to me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't do any of that. Pop your collar. Well, As a matter of fact, wanna, let's end this podcast. I need to go. Yeah, sorry, we had to like lift some weights. We had to jump, jump whatever this guy's name is verbally for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna keep everyone's name. Okay. Yeah. Can you name me Morpheus? No. 
That would it's be too cool. Much hair. What, I'm saying whatever you want to call it's me. Too much hair. No. Too much hair? Yes. <laughs> no, no. Man. He got the glasses. Now, get the glasses that can come out if you look down. Get those glasses. Have you now. seen this man in a, in a leather jacket? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Then? Uh, no, I was just uh, when he said basically, like I treat people how I treat myself. So it's like, for instance, in a dinner party, you know, I eat a lot of salad, so I'm gonna bring salad. You know, yeah, so, I appreciate that. By day, the way, coming over, you know, like I, I cook for myself enough to it tastes good. It may not look that good, you know, it's gonna taste good. So she gonna get me. You feel me? She mm. gonna get me. She gonna get me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat meat, so she gonna get. You know what I'm saying? She ain't she she vegan, but she gonna get the meat today. Plant based, <laughs> organic, all natural, 100% grade A, <laughs> 100% beef, homegrown. <laughs> all right, um, whatever your name is, are you gonna rebuttal anything we said? Nope. Cause the guy the kid did just hop on you. <laughs> Pause. Nope. Yeah. Nope. All Taking right. it in. I might learn so I don't have to fight. Okay, okay. Do y'all like crazy chicks? I'm, I'm talking knives. I'm talking knives. Because I got stabbed before and that really oh, bro, what? That got that really <laughs> turned me on. I feel like you'd be the first one. Wait. Wait. I'm like, to wipe her up. She ain't gonna no. I might need to wipe that's, that's, that, that, No. No. <laughs> have a problem okay are we gonna have this conversation on the level of crazy right now can, what's that can that, that can we please have another podcast just talking about that <laughs> oh shit kill me? we can i mean the only time i was like yo is when she talking about cutting off my meat she said she's gonna cut my meat off come to my crib while how long were you with her it's my first oh, we went to school together you know what i mean so you have no choice all right you're with the school together so stay you stab me bitch you better love me um stay away from them no, there's nothing left there about No, that. no, when it came to my meat, I was just like, yo, okay, man, you're going too far. You just talking about, like, just stabbing me, and she did stab me. I was just like, yo, why? Like, <laughs> yo. No, man. No, there's nothing healthy about that. <laughs> Should I hit the stop button on this? No, yes. This is good content. No. Yo, what is she bringing out knives on you? Like, Look, man, let's do this for another. I'm, I'm literally this, putting this. Hour, it's been an hour and a half. Really? All right. And I'm going to end it on this note. Good night. Good luck. This is to be continued. It's to be continued. If we see what? him, we might not see him. She might like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. It's like, man, how come he ain't the podcast man, today? Man. Y'all seen that movie with Beyonce? It wasn't Beyonce. It was, it was a white lady who was obsessed with Idris who was married to Beyonce. Oh, yeah. I've if, seen if that Beyonce movie. Beyonce was a crazy chick, G, I'll be down, G. I'll be like, yo. Like, All right, just what? send it. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I ain't even tripping like that. He's still going. <laughs>